Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here, back from his New Mexico trip. And it's a sunny Sunday morning. Hope you're all doing well. And we'll talk about some... I'm going to talk about some GM screen stuff again. But first, I have an email, or rather a voicemail, from Colin, a.k.a. Spite Pit, from across the pond. And we'll hear what he has to say. Go ahead, mate. Hi, Glenn. Colin Green here, a.k.a. Spike Pit, uh, phoning in from across the water regarding GM screens or DM screens. Man, I've been playing since the early 80s, much like yourself, um, and I have always played with a screen. But the last six months, I've blown the screen out, and I would say I've had some of my best sessions ever. I think it's something to do with the whole drama of the players being able to see the dice. Um, They just seem a little bit more focused. Um, whether I mean whether that breaks immersion a little bit or not, I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I, I feel a weight lifted from me. I don't have to worry so much if I get a load of criticals. You know, there's no there's no excuses, and I just get on with it. I throw the dice, boom. Okay, man, good work. Thank you, Colin. Hope to hear more from you. Well, I understand what you're saying. I I, I know where you're coming at because I've had other people. I've seen it done, and I've had other people talk about no screens as a DM or a GM. And if I wasn't so much of a control freak when I run games, I probably could do that. But unfortunately, it is does add to the drama, which I admit. But at the to me, at the sacrifice of pacing and direction, because the GM is the world of course, but at the same time, I can't influence the direction of the game. I'm not talking about railroading. I'm talking about, like, you have a fight, and it's going on too long. What I mean about pace is, like, okay, I wanted to run so many hours, but now, because of rolls and things, this thing's taken forever, so how do I do this? Or other extenuating circumstances like that. And so I have to be able to, I have to be able to juggle the game. That, that's the whole thing. I have to be able to, to just, I'm not going to say direction again, a steward the game. Let me put it that way. I want everybody to have their good fun and take it wherever they want. But if I want to fit it into like a time period, say I'm running a convention game, I find it really, really hard to do that if the, the monster rolls and it's right out there to see. So, I'm sacrificing, yes, I'm sacrificing some trust from the players, but I'm hoping to keep that enough of that trust to run the game. So that, that's that's kind of the, the shortest answer I can give you. Okay, let's get into the main stuff. I've done some recordings while I was in New Mexico, mainly musings in the morning, sitting out on the back porch of the condo we were in, looking at the wildlife and just drinking something and just relaxing and pontificating into my phone. And the first one we have here is about GM screens again. And I hope I laid this to rest by this time. I may have a few other things to say in another podcast, but I'm not going to get into that. So let's take a listen. Hi folks, old man Grognard here. 
Oh, it's a beautiful New Mexico morning, about 40 degrees. I'm sitting here on the back deck of our condo watching the wildlife. Got a lot of prairie dogs out there running around. These beautiful little finches doing a nice little show. It's wonderful here. Life is good. I want to talk about screens. GM screens, DM screens, things like that. I don't want to get into the controversy about should we have them, shouldn't we have them. Well, you know where I fall on that. I have a DM screen. I like a DM screen. And I'm going to use a DM screen. Okay, let's get beyond that. Let's see. What do you put on the screen? What kind of screen do you use? Do you use the type of screen that comes with the game? Or, say, buy a screen, especially for a game? Ah, hummingbird. Cool. And uh, do you make your own? It's okay if you make your own. I've made many of my own. Also, there's the generic screens out there. So you have a wide variety to choose from. I like to make my own sometimes. And sometimes I use generics. And occasionally, I will use one that comes with the game. And when I mean comes with the game, I mean either it comes with the game, like it's a Kickstarter or something, or I go buy it, like, say, a D&D screen, something like that. Well, as I get older, I've had more special needs, let me put it that way. Now, I own a few HammerDog screens. HammerDog makes a really good generic plastic screen you can use and put, and put papers in it. And there's a lot of games and companies out there that make custom screen inserts for these things. Pinnacle comes to mind with Savage Worlds. And that gets me by for a while. It gets me by a lot. They make a, I think, a three, four, and five panel screen. Either landscape or portrait some it's sometimes it's important that's important depending on the facing some people prefer portrait some people prefer landscape but some people don't want this great big thing in front of them so they go landscape so they don't have as much and that's okay too i kind of like either one depending on what it is depending on the game when i make them i usually make them portrait and it's really easy to make if you go down to oh, Michael's or Hobby Lobby or whatever your arts and crafts stores and get those poster boards they use for, like, science projects and stuff. It's already got two folds in it if you use it that way. And if you don't, it's really easy to make the folds. Now, as far as content goes, I play a lot of D&D, a lot of fantasy. And lately... Well, not lately, but whenever I make DM screens anymore, I usually make them large print so I can read it without my glasses. My favorite screen of all time is the basic D&D screen that came with the Beckme or the Beckme Rule Cyclopedia set when they released that, the big one with the big black Dungeons and Dragons on the other side. Well, that's fine and good. But I have to pick the screen up. Even with my glasses, i got to pick the screen up and look at it because it's such fine print. Okay, say you need a large print screen. Well, what do you put on it? Or should I say, what do you put on it, period? Everybody has their own peccadilloes about what they want on a screen. Certain charts, certain things, things they use all the time. I've seen charts where half the screen I don't even use. 
And then there are screens where I use everything on it. I've also got a mini screen. It's a six-panel mini screen that Hammerdog makes. And it's very, very handy if you just want a little something to roll your dice behind or something like that. Because, face it, at least when I'm GMing, I need as much real estate as I can get because I never seem to have enough room on my end of the table. I always end up grabbing a chair or a side table to put next to me to put other stuff I'm using, like tokens or extra books or whatever. So a screen shouldn't take up a whole lot of room. I also go don't ugh. I also don't go with more than three or four panels at the most. Now this mini screen is six, but it's a mini screen. It's about half half the size of a regular screen, so that works. And you can put your little mini panels in. It's almost like you could put like index cards in there if you wanted. So I've got my little screen set up. But what I do and I and I can do the the large print on those too. But when I'm doing a regular screen and I need large print, there's only three charts I use. The players to hit chart, the monsters to hit chart, and the saving throws chart. That's all I need right there. That's all I need, and it works for me. So it's kind of a good thing. Like I said, it's a DM screen. A GM screen is kind of something personal to each GM. Sometimes I just grab a screen and put it in front of me just because I want a screen in front of me. I don't even use it because I got the books and everything. It might not even be the same uh, the same screen, you know, that the, the game's for. I mean, I've used, I put a blank screen in front of me to play in Marvel because I don't really have anything. Mar- All you need with Marvel is the universal chart, and I can put that in one panel in a generic screen or have it in front of me. I just need a screen in front of me. I'm just, I've been playing since 81. Aside from the argument about it, I like rolling behind the the screen. I've done it all my life. I'm used to it. I'm going to do it. Other people have said, oh, man, I've done it without a screen and it's so liberating. Uh, No, not for me. Sorry. It's not like I want to be omniscient and not letting them see my roles. That's just what I'm used to. That's all. So... There you have it, my view on GM screens and what to put on them. What do you put on them? I want to know about that. You can drop me a voicemail here at Anchor, or you can give me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. A lot of people put charts that I wouldn't even think about on there. You know, I've seen charts where you've got everything under the sun from equipment costs to turning turning charts. That's about the only other chart I consider putting on there is a turning chart for the cl- for the clerics. And it's unbelievable. I even own one of those Hackmaster. I mean, I, I don't have very many, much Hackmaster stuff. I think I have the I think I have the GM's or the GM's book and the uh, Monsterpedia the big one they came out with with the dragon eye on it. But I also got the screen. I always keep the screen because it just makes me laugh with so many. It's got so many panels. And I've never seen a GM screen before with every single monster stat on the screen in real small type. And it also has a chart to roll to see what kind of pizza you want to buy, which I never use because I always eat pepperoni. 
that that's kind of, that's kind of a to me that's kind of a novelty thing. Even if I was running Hackmaster, I don't think I'd use it. But there you are, you know. Anyway, it's it's a beautiful day. The kids will be up. The grandkids will be up pretty soon. Becky's still asleep, and I think it's time for me to go start my day. So, you people have a good day, okay? You have a good day. Keep the dice warm until we see each other next time or talk to each other or you're listening next time or oh, something cosmic. I don't know. Anyway, we will see you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.